Hey, little Nick, I was good. I'm just chilling in the neighborhood. Hey, everybody, it's B-O-U-J-T, Coop, Carolina Coop, also known as Cutlass Jackson. Um, This is the Carolina Kid Podcast. Welcome. It is the 24th of January. It's a Friday. I just got off of work. I am ready to fucking do this shit, okay? <laughs> got got a ton of shit to talk about today. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but... I'm trying to cut it to 30 minutes, but um, it has been a weird week because Monday I was off, you know, it was it was the holiday, but a lot of shit happened this week. <laughs> so let's just get started. So um, I kind of want to talk about the, 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 the stigma that people have with goodwill, you know, and and really you can say the stigma people got with consignment shopping because it's like you gotta like gauge with people that like talk to them be like hey hey you know i do con- do you do consignment shopping like you can't tell a nigga just like i go shop at goodwill you know you just can't say that shit you gotta like ease into it for some reason i don't know why but people always just treat goodwill like shit when goodwill have some pretty damn good deals i ain't gonna lie to you i found a eve saint laurent shirt button up bro from 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 there and it was real it's the real thing i was like let me see if it's real i found a christian d or sweater at goodwill nigga i'm not playing this shit ain't no lie I'm, I'm being real there's nothing no no lies here like no scammetry no amatry no bambetry no doody but <laughs> like seriously i found some of the greatest shit ever there like it is so many great things. I bought furniture from there. The, the the stand that I bought for my turntable, I bought that there. The stand that I bought for my TV, I bought that there. Shit, I, I can keep going. I mean, it's just so much great stuff there. But, like, think about this. The old white people, old rich white people, <laughs> turn their shit in. They're like, oh, hey, not for plebeians. Plebeians should not have such nice things that the rags that I've worn before. Uh, I'll give it to the plebeians. They'll think of it as some kind of trinket, I guess. Uh, philanthropy. But, <laughs> you know, it just, it's kind of like, they just offload the shit onto you. And we just, we here to just rake up all that shit. And, um, but for some reason, I, I think the, the Goodwill's over here on this side of North Carolina, like anything that is west of Chapel Hill ain't really been hitting, bro. Like the Goodwills east of Chapel Hill, Schmokton, they banging. Schmokton, by the way, is when I say Schmokton with something that's like real good, just it's good. It's Schmokton, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, them thing, them thing, Schmokton. I like I like them Goodwills over there. Winston Salem has one of the biggest Goodwills in the country, which I love, um, because. It is like two stories. It is massive because it is the greatest. Anyway, um, something that I just it just kind of crept on me. Um, as far as television, um, Court TV is back now. Shout out to all my true true crime niggas who know the super duper triple OG by the name of Court TV. You know, uh, Banfield and Ford. You know, back when Nancy Grace actually wasn't a crazy ass bitch. She still, she still was crazy back then. But I don't know. H and M made her lose her fucking mind. And then you had, you know, Vinnie Politan. You know, um, you know, it's just a hey, see my ire. You know, it's just a hey, it's 
if you bought that true crime, if you bought that true crime all the damn time, that court TV was a shit. And you could turn the court TV anytime they would be covering the case. And you're like, nigga. Like, like, remember the Michael Jackson case and shit? That was on court TV. OJ, that was on court TV. All them old ass cases that you, you know, you, <laughs> all them classic, like, big, like, landmark cases. And then the little ones that you didn't know too much, like Jody Arias. Shit like that. Like, that was a court TV type of case like you would you would get the the more well-known cases they would cover that shit and then when they make gavel to gavel coverage they mean i mean when court started to when the, the court let out i mean they, they had all that shit and they back and they're back like in every free way that you can get it so they they got it on pluto tv right now what if nigga if you ain't got pluto tv is the easiest damn thing to get like just download the app and you straight like i apologize um Volume, um, anyway, <laughs> he's like, "What's that?" Is 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 me, nigga? It's noise. But anyway, um, so yeah, like Core TV is not only on that platform for Pluto TV, but it's on your antenna. And if you got an antenna, um, certain channels you got to check your local listings for that shit. But it's free. Like you can get Core TV for free. And they coverage be hitting, and they even have a podcast. Like they, I've been listening to their podcast. Like they doing this OJ twenty five thing, which I'm not necessarily a fan of that, but I fuck with everything else that they do because Core TV, they shit is high quality for some reason. I'm like, this shit free, but how is it this fucking high quality? It's crisp. It's because they the super duper triple OGs and they started this shit. They being the originators of this shit. You know, y'all niggas are like sword and scale and shit, and like all these like true crime podcasts, nigga. The court part. Was the part that they fucking got that from my nigger? All that, <laughs> all that other shit. Like they started this. These niggas were the originators of this shit. They don't fuck around. Court TV bout it, bout it, my nigga. They been bout it, bout it. It's like they came back from the dead. They're like, um, oh, welcome to the nineties and early two thousands, nigga. Remember, Court TV turned into True TV, and True TV was absolute trash. Okay, all all them trash ass fucking shows they had up on it, like, bro. Nobody need all that shit. <laughs> but uh, speaking of like you know law and court and things of that nature, um, Kim Kardashian has a TV show where she's kind of being like she's doing some lawyerly shit. Like the Kim Kardashian Justice Project is actually bringing a lot of these uh like certain crimes that people have committed, like helping convicted felons basically get back on their feet and back into the society mainly non-violent offenders or certain cases that really needed a second look she's part of that and a lot of people have been like oh it's kim kardashian a lot of people having gripes with i'm like nigga she has a platform and she's actually bringing to light a lot of social justice issues like a lot of issues within our own law you know, our own, like our own entire criminal justice system. Like, nigga, <laughs> she trying to be a lawyer. You know who her daddy was? A fucking lawyer. Like one of the best lawyers ever. <laughs> he was kind of part of uh, OJ getting off. <laughs> OJ Simpson got off because of not only Johnny Cochran, but Mr. Kardashian, Robert Kardashian, that motherfucker did that shit. So. <laughs> Best believe that, you know, that nigga was, hey, some had to run out of bloodline, at least, you know, 
it, it couldn't just be all all one person that was about that law law life <laughs> but uh yeah any nigga who has a problem with that shit like fuck you because she got all this she got all these resources she helping people out she helping people get back on their feet helping people get out of fucked up situations you saw what they did with santonio brown like fuck y'all doing shut the fuck up all y'all <laughs> all y'all have all the seats in insert seat into booty <laughs> um but yeah like yeah it's, it's, it's bullshit like fuck that oh and speaking of people that like people have problems with and don't really like fuck with or like have like these serious issues with like aquafina Okay, first of all, I love me some Aquafina because she is a funny ass little like hood ass Asian girl. Okay, leave, leave her alone. She doing her thing. Like, what, what, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we just gonna we just gonna be like, oh yeah yeah yeah, she hood is. Well, we done stole a lot of shit from East Asians. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> talking talking about all all that anime. <laughs> all y'all want to be fucking um. What's what's that phrase for people? They have a name for people. What is it? Is it a neeb? A neeb? A a neeb? Is it a neeb or a weeb? It's a weeb. It's a weeb. Weeb or pe- weebs? There are people that want to be Asian so bad. <laughs> people who love anime so bad and want to be part of Japanese culture so bad. They got a name for you and they call you a weeb, bruh. Don't say nothing to me, bro. Don't say nothing to me, cause <laughs> playing all these games, cause like chill the fuck out. They got a name for y'all. Just know that they got a name. If they got a name for it, people, they they tired of it. They they full, they tired of bullshit. So I think Aquafina, you know what Aquafina? She ain't even saying nigga. Like she from Queens. What we doing? She from Queens. She at least got some of that shit in her. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> like, you gonna act like it ain't there? <laughs> shit. Keep playing. Um, but in the midst of uh, all this uh, greatness, um, the baby got arrested again. And I'm, I'm starting to get worried. Like, this nigga just keep getting arrested for all types of shit. And I'm like, the baby got arrested again. Really? People just keep trying this nigga. Okay. The baby whooped the shit out of a janky ass promoter because he would not pay him. And it, y- y'all know that episode, The Club from Atlanta. It, that, that's exactly what comes up in my head when I hear this story. And I'm like, the baby, he's just going to keep getting arrested. They just keep doing shit to him. I'm like, is it the baby or is it like they just don't like this nigga? I keep going back to that. It's been so long and so many damn different times where this shit keep happening. I don't know. It's bothering me. I don't know. Speaking of the North Carolinians, because <laughs> the baby from North Carolina, <laughs> he from Charlotte. North Carolina is ranked number six among the 10 states with the highest rates of STDs. The state has a total of 91,376 reported cases of STDs, bro. <laughs> this is crazy. The study says... With a population of nearly 10.3 million, that's 889 cases per 100,000. That's nearly a th- that means one in ten people have an STD in this in this state. <laughs> that, that is scary. 
nearly 1 in 10 people in this state have an STD. Like, but this was why my ass did not, I won't out there like that. I won't out there fucking like that in college. Because I, I was like, they said Auntie had the highest STD rate, like, out of all the colleges in North Carolina. I was like, well, keeping my dick closed. <laughs> that made my dick get soft immediately, and I just walked the fuck out. <laughs> like, STDs are extremely rampant in this state. One, so... So, so look, when I said rank number six out of the top 10 states, so that means they're number six in the nation in STDs. No, thank you. <laughs> no fucking thank you, bruh. <laughs> what the hell, man? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Like, no. <laughs> Why? Really? Everybody burning. Everybody burning. <laughs> Nigga, I'm, I, at night, I should never have to deal with the dark because everyone's burning and a fire is lit. <laughs> so many fucking burning niggas. What in the hell? Everyone has an STD in this state. What, what is wrong with these people? Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up, B. That's all you got to do. Like, Oh, and don't wear two condoms. That's dumb as shit. Don't do that. It actually makes it break quicker. Don't do that shit. Not like whoever thought that you would be safe with wearing two condoms. You actually not. You you're, you're dumb. Don't do that. The friction actually fucks it up more. Yep. <laughs> yep. You you yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting here thinking you all safer and whatnot. Okay, keep doing that shit. <laughs> um. I gotta say this shit again because. I, I hate that I got to keep coming back to this nigga. But uh, Antonio Brown. Okay. If y'all don't know what, what's currently going on with this nigga. So apparently he got into uh, um, an altercation with someone um, with, I think, moving out his things up in. Where was it? It's, some, it's somewhere in either Dade County or. um. I can't remember, man. It's in Southern Florida, bro. <laughs> I think it was Hollywood. It's Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. He was dealing with some ridiculousness in Hollywood, Florida. And, um, bro, bro, was high key just dealing with, like, fighting dudes, throwing shit at them. I mean, this guy is mentally, he has been out of it for quite some time now. He just keeps, like, the shit just keeps piling up. And there was a warrant for his arrest, and he turned himself in today. <laughs> And they said when they arrested his ass, they said they were going to do a, a, a psych eval, a psych, you know, a 5150, if you will, a psychiatric evaluation. Because that motherfucker is high key, 10th level, <laughs> hit it, the notch hit 11 crazy. Like, are you surprised? No. This just proves more and more that CTE is such a serious problem. And that hit from Vontez Burfick, I'm telling you, before the hit. After the hit. This is that after the hit shit. <laughs> that nigga was cool. He was productive. He was doing his damn thing right before that hit. After that hit, that nigga lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> he was just doing all types of crazy shit for no damn reason. Throwing the bag of dicks. <laughs> like, cussing his kids out. And his baby, the baby mama, the the baby of his kid. The, the, he the father. And act like an ass. So, I mean, it just... 
It's sad. It's really sad. This nigga deteriorating like a fucking, like a fucking. His brain is jello right now. It's absolutely jello. Like if we keep thinking that this shit funny, this shit is not funny, bro. This shit is not funny. This shit is really fucked up. It's sad because that nigga is, he is, he is fell the fuck off. What's funny is I watched a video yesterday. Um, I don't like this. I don't like this channel anymore. Um, Total Pro Sports. Um, uh, Total Pro Sports did a top ten. What are these? It was kind of like what are these NFL players doing now? They have regular jobs, and a lot of those players, and some of these are like Hall of Fame level players, like Bruce Smith. Remember running back Bruce Smith? He just was running through a nigga face day in and day out. Well, it turns out that dude is seriously dealing with like the effects of CTE and he he's having like the volatility like with his mood. It's absolutely sad to hear. Like, but he has a regular ass job and he's trying to make it day to day. That shit is kicking his whole ass. But um yeah, that shit ain't nothing to fuck with. But um yeah, so um <clears throat> I thought about this. This was something I really thought about. Um there was a um, you know a lot of the people that inspire me to do this podcast tend to be movie critics. And I remember um, when I, I, I used to leave voicemails all the time. Oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> where's my 40 acres? Dem niggas. Shout out to where's my 40 acres. Brandy, uh, Deidre, Twan, and Mike. All y'all crazy as hell. And don't forget Dan the white man. <laughs> all of them. All of them, man. The unspoken fifth man. He's like the Jerobe of <laughs> Where's My 40 Acres. That motherfucker. <laughs> like, where he at? Where he go? <laughs> he pop up sometimes. He cool, though, man. So, I used to leave voicemails there all the time. And I remember somebody, somebody had said somewhere that I was going to, like, he should do movie reviews. And, like, it's like 10 years later. And I, I'm probably going to, I'm going to try and be a movie critic for North Carolina. North Carolina Film Critics Association. I'm, tr- I'm going to try to get that. And so I can get free screeners and watch all the damn movies. And I might just do a review cast. I might just have, like, reviews of movies. You know, it's it's weird because I love film. You know, I grew up loving film and watching film. I had friends. We were movie buffs. We'd go watch movies. We we watch all the the art house shit, and then the shit that we couldn't take seriously. And <laughs> you know, but you you develop the nuance and you learn everything, man. You learn all types of shit. You know, you may show that you know the difference between like something that's shitty and you don't have to always agree with like the status quo like th- that's what the problem is like a lot of traditional films they're like well this is a classic and boom 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 well there are some classics that are not critically acclaimed to certain people you know that's just how it goes like you can be an individual you don't have to like a movie like all the movies that you like don't have to be critically acclaimed bro like that that's not how that shit work <laughs> you like what you like and but you can tell when some shit good. You can tell when some shit bad. And that, and that's where that, that that difference and that nuance comes into play. Like, you know when some shit is banging. Like, yeah. But there's some movies like um, The Green Book. I ain't never watching that. Like, ever. New. No. Critically acclaimed. All types of great shit. Never watching that shit. You know, that's just one of the movies where I'm just like, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Blackout Tips also. Um. I'm very inspired by them too. Um, yeah, just they are movie critics too. They they have their own movie review cast and stuff. Yeah, Chris Lambert too. Man, that dude. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm inspired by all these guys. You know, they 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 help. They they say you know if it's something that you don't want 
or it's something that you're not hearing on a podcast and you're not hearing anybody doing it, then do it your damn self. And I'm doing that shit. I'm putting my own opinion on wax. Cause. So <clears throat> I kind of want to dip a little bit my toe back into sports because I was talking about Antonio Brown crazy ass. There is this conversation that um, Rod from the Black Out Tips and um, Chris Lambert had on um, an episode not too far back on the Monday Festival for episode 400. Um, and I was listening, and Chris Lambert is one of those guys where he's kind of like he follows the black quarterbacks, and he's very dedicated to like, oh, man, so we got another black quarterback, and, you know, oh, but we got Pat Mahomes, and – like he's very invested in following the black quarterback. And there's nothing wrong with that. But Rod had a great point um, on that episode where he was kind of like, bro, that shit stressed me the fuck out. And that's why <laughs> and he said, I don't really do that shit anymore. And I think I checked out probably earlier this year with that show, that shit, especially since my black quarterback went down because, hey, I'm, I'm a fan of the Carolina Panthers. But it just so happens that the quarterback of that team is black <laughs> and he went down this year. So, I, you know, that shit kind of went out the window, especially when he went down this year. But I, I always said, like, I'm a Panthers fan first, you know, rooting for the black quarterback. You put it in the back of your mind. You don't really put it at the forefront. I'm not that kind of person when it comes to following black quarterbacks or or rooting for anybody in sports, you know. Yeah, I do believe in the doctrine of Issa Rae where I'm rooting for everybody black. You know, that's cool as shit. I, f- I fuck with that. Like, that's that's, that's that's what we're doing. That's what, you know, that's we got to, we got to, you know, pump ourselves up, pump pump each other up, give each other some fucking love, you know. But uh, I'm going to be real as shit with you. <laughs> that shit's stressful. That's it's stressful. It's stressful as hell. Don't nobody want to always be doing that shit all the time because you be sweating bullets be like oh this nigga win oh my oh my god he's not gonna win like you, you just keep your lip your lip quill you need to get that lip quill you start getting ready to cry your eyes well up and shit like nah <laughs> nah bro it's like you too much stress you putting too much stress on yourself like it ain't worth it root for a team pick a team and if that team so happens to have a black quarterback, you win. You know. But uh yeah, I just try not to really think about that shit too much cuz being a black person, you know, you always want to do that shit, but if you're just a fan of a team, bro, do that. Don't be a fan of a person, especially when it's like football cuz football is a team sport. It's not a person sport. Like basketball, you can get away with that a little bit more, you know. I'm a Brown fan, you know. I ain't really fucking with the Cleveland Cavaliers no more. You know, remember <laughs> So that shit makes sense, but for real, for real, like honestly, don't play with yourself. Don't do that. Don't don't hurt your don't hurt your heart. Don't have a heart attack. You gonna about damn kill yourself. Keep playing that shit on your damn self. Don't do that. <laughs> that is what I like to call the black quarterback. The black quarterback conundrum. Like every black person deal with it. Especially every black person that follows sports deals with that shit. Okay. Especially when your heart is invested and you want the black people to succeed every damn time. But that shit fucks you up because you just like, bro, 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 please, please, please. Like, in the back of my mind, I was thinking about like, well, man, 
Chris probably rooting for Pat Mahomes. And yeah, I'm root. Hey, low key, we rooting for Pat Mahomes because Pat Mahomes is a black quarterback who was balling his ass off. But I'm not putting too much thought into that. Like my team done lost, and mentally I've checked out. <laughs> I've, I've checked out of the season because I'm a Panthers fan first. But after that, I'm just like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll see what's going on. But I ain't really gonna be like, <laughs> I ain't really gonna be too invested. Like my heart is not in that anymore. My heart goes when that team lost. <laughs> 11 games this season. Ugh. So more also speaking of like whack ass games, the Pro Bowl, why have they not gotten rid of that shit? The Pro Bowl is absolutely one of the worst inventions known to man right now. It just like it, it kind of got cool when they did like the drafts and shit and they were hitting, but then somebody got injured and they were like, "Nope, we're not doing that shit no more." <laughs> Cuz you know, they, they, there's precious cargo out there, you know, and 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 they Yes, that's what they look at it is. They look precious cargo. Don't want them to get hit. Don't want them to get injured because you have a season in the injury and you can't play till like week six, week seven. Week seven is a lot. That there are not a lot of games in the NFL. Week six that is like more than third of the season. Okay, that's this is about third. That's about third of the season. <laughs> week six is a third of the season. So, br- bruh. <laughs> You 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 already done missed a big chunk. Your production gonna look funny. You know it just is is way more scrutiny in the NFL than any other sport because it's a, it's such a small small size sample size that you're dealing with as far as games. But um yeah like oh the Pro Bowl it's like. Just let it be like, hey, we got our families. We flew out to Hawaii, but they ain't even doing Hawaii no more. Like, bro, this, this Pro Bowl is just getting shittier. Like, <laughs> it used to be cool. Like, they had the whole Hawaii thing. And they were, you know, having all these little games they play and shit. And, you know, having a little celebrity pro-am kind of situation. You know, it's just, it ain't even like, that That game itself, get rid of that shit. Like, <laughs> the players I've heard said so many times, it's like, that shit is fucking horrible. <laughs> And they still don't give a fuck. They're like, man, well, ratings. <laughs> ratings are just send you right to the top. <sighs> I can't stand that shit. Um, <laughs> and other things like let's let's stay in the sports. Um, Colin Cowherd. Why I don't like Colin Cowherd? Colin Cowherd is so opinionated and he kind of races with it. And it's it's almost like Colin. What the fuck? That shit don't sound right. Like his, like how much he doesn't like Cam Newton, it just sounds really weird. And how much he doesn't like certain black quarterbacks, sounds weird. It just, just sounds weird. Everybody likes Russell Wilson because he corny. <laughs> let's be very, let's be very real here. He is corny as shit, and that's why everybody like his ass. But if you, but if you got a little pizzazz, if you got a little something, something going on in for you know Lamar Jackson, they start going like, I don't know, he niggerish, he too niggerish. Man, that nigga, that nigga hair too long. Like <laughs> they just say all types of shit that just really sound backhanded as fuck. Like, ah, that shit. I don't know. Like Colin Cowherd, once, once, once Lamar Jackson lost that game, bro. Like, look, Colin Cowherd was just on some bullshit, and I was like, see, I, he was who I thought he was trash just as i thought <laughs> yeah colin cowherd you can have all the seats i don't fuck with him i, don't, I really don't like why should we listen there should be more black there should be more black sports people even more so on the football end doesn't have to be just college it could be pro and there's not a lot of them so i'm gonna talk about this shit 
you know, one person who I really like in um, the sports podcast game that is killing it is Strong Opinion Sports. It's a white dude, but he really shit. He tell you how he feel. He'll admit when he wrong. Like, he was talking shit about DJ DK Metcalf in the beginning. He was like, man, that dude ain't ready. And then, like, right now, there was I think he posted a video and they had a clip of him in it and, and and all of a sudden he was like you know he was like hey man I was wrong that's what I wanted you to do prove me wrong and he will he will take he will take you know anything basically he'll he'll take the L if if he was wrong about something like that dude is cool but yeah like but I, a lot of the people I was talking about earlier that I was inspired by I really do want y'all to check out their podcast and please subscribe to my podcast subscribe to the Right Intelligence. Um, anywhere, anywhere you can look, find, breathe, think, shit, piss, cry, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to take over this shit, okay? Because, hey, I'm the new generation, you know. I've been, I grew up listening to Black Eyed Tips. I grew up listening to uh, Where's My Forty Acres. I was 18 years old when I started listening to both of these podcasts, and. Now they're 10 years strong, and I'm trying to get this thing off the ground for me. This is episode 21 of the Carolina Kid podcast. Um, Who else? Who else? Oh, I kind of want to mention some more people. Um, Insanity Check. Um, Like I said, Chris Lambert, the um, Mundane Festival podcast. Um, Who else do I listen to? Uh, I got so many, bro. Like, <laughs> I listen to, like, 20 damn podcasts. But um, I do not recommend sword and scale at all because that dude is a fucking asshole fuck my dude fuck that dude um however if you want some funny ass true crime do uh the last podcast on the left like all them dudes they making bigger bigger bank um black astronauts podcast those dudes are amazing um you know the tomahawk podcast especially during the season they're great um, it's a Cleveland Browns podcast, but they really focus on everybody. It's kind of funny hearing them talk about the Cleveland Browns lose. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Cooking the Gooch, they haven't really posted any episodes lately, but, hey, you know, still, I, I fuck with them. They're from PG County. I fuck with them. Um, I kind of have a little allegiance to them. Medium Popcorn, um, two black dudes spoiling movies. <laughs> You were warned. They spoil movies on there. And it's funny as hell, man. Man, Brandon Collins and Justin Brown. Funny as shit. Both of them. Love them. So, that's who I recommend. You know, this is who I listen to and who I'm inspired by to make these podcasts every damn day. So, go listen to them and please subscribe to me. This is Carolina Coot. This is the Carolina Kid Podcast. Blue Jet Coot 1.